morning. Welcome to Thursday's edition of the Hometown Headlines newscast. John Ruckemeller of HometownHeadlines.com in the Hometown Podcast Network. Joining you today, a lot of news out there. Weather is number one, the Ware Mechanical Weather Center update. Nasty day ahead, and that's the most generous thing we can say. Temperatures will be dropping. Rain already is falling out there. Probably three-quarters of an inch of rain on top of what we received already this week. Potential winter weather up in Gordon and Chattooka counties and counties north to the border. We don't think we'll see any of that in our area this afternoon and evening. We'll be watching all day, though. Please stay with us at hometownheadlines.com. Business news today. Chicken Salad Chicks' new Cartersville site opens up on March 18th. Up in Somerville, United Grocery Outlet also opens next Wednesday. In politics, Chief Magistrate Judge W. Gene Richardson announces he'll seek a new term. Speaking of politics, come stick around, please, for our rant coming up in just a couple of minutes. We'll be talking about the 2020 political season. Also today, from nonprofits to service organizations, the United Way of Rome and Floyd County's new digital directory resource engagement guide is out. It basically rewrites the way to help those in need in our community. Great job by Allison and Allie and others out there. Give that a read this morning, please. Also, education news today, great news from Rome High School. Aaron Bartle said not only is valedictorian, he's also the school's star student. Carson Garrett has been named salutatorian. The Druck Report today, Rome's aggressive plans to grow downtown the River District and create a river walk and even embrace keeping and maintaining and attracting more younger residents. That is part of today's uh, Druck Report. Please give that a listen. We were joined by City Commissioners Wendy Davis and Craig McDaniel that now posted on the website. Buzz today, the model high school's Julia Rutland has been honored with a presidential Volunteer Service Award, also Brighter Birthdays, is turning four, celebrating its own birthday with a big community event coming up. We'll tell you how you can help. And St. Andrews already has set its Lenten services. Ash Wednesday, by the way, is next Wednesday. Our daily features today, obituaries, we say farewell to Mr. James Frederick Fred Eller and Mrs. Jacqueline E. Sparks. Dining news today, public health restaurant inspection scores for you. Greater Community Bank brings you Crime Watch updates from Floyd, Bartow, and Polk counties now posted on the website. Also today, we have our hometown podcast network. Again, we have the uh, update with the city commission. We have a special report from the Weather Service. Also, don't forget, we are up an update with Elections Chief Robert Brady on what to expect when you use those new voting machines now in just a few days for the presidential primary. And Jay Shell's Creek Stories, his first one, Beware Brown Red rooster champion let's go over to chew it's chick-fil-a sports report for this morning we have scores from last night's high school basketball state tournament also much more many more games tonight those updates for you local college updates and results baseball of course the rome braves counting down as we get ready for the 2020 season at state mutual stadium community sports don't forget the 2020 rome arsenal soccer jamboree is this saturday Coming up on February 27th, Larry Lester, co-founder of the Negro Leagues Baseball Museum in Kansas City, has two lectures set in town. And on March 14th, the Harbin Clinic Leprechaunathon 5K two-mile health walk is planned. Don't forget, you can sign up for that online right now. Okay, our rant for the day for this wet Thursday, we'll call this one Dirty Little Secrets. We adopted a policy more than a decade ago when a candidate was pushing a particularly sensitive report about an opponent. The report wouldn't have changed the election's outcome, at least in our opinion. Basically, we reached this conclusion. 
candidates can take out their own trash. By that, we mean if an opponent has some allegedly explosive item about his or her opponent that he or she thinks needs to be made public, then we say, do so. The concept of, quote, leaking, end quote, it to the media sounds clandestine, perhaps even a little bit naughty, and yeah, maybe even kind of fun. Yeah, but thanks, but no thanks. In our case, at least, we'll leave the dirty work to the candidate. We'll save our reporting for the valid points of the campaign. In the case we mentioned above, the report was salacious indeed, but again, we doubted it would have any change, of course, on the election. In the waiting hours of that campaign, the candidate with this so-called scoop ended up spreading it as much as possible. It was too little and too late. A decade or so later, there are a few items in the gossip stream for this election cycle, and we've been asked about coverage. Again, DYI, do it yourself. Is that right? DIY, okay? Please don't misunderstand. Our take is this. The candidate only has to raise the specific issue in a debate or forum. That puts it into the public swirl of campaign season. In most cases, we'll follow up and get comments, get our own copies of any supportive documents, and we'll put it out there for the reader or for the listener to decide. But that's the candidate has to do. That's what he or she should be doing, not the media, especially if they have a so-called big expose they want to expose. Trust us, it is happening in other campaigns, especially the U.S. Senate race between Collins and Loeffler. It also is part of the Democratic presidential sweepstakes as some nasty allegations are being raised by a rising contender. A bit of that surfaced in Wednesday night's Democratic debate, which, by the way, was quite a show. It reminded us of an episode of ESPN's Around the Horn. We suspect it will happen here as well as the campaign stunting already has begun in northwest Georgia. Please understand this policy does not preclude some checks of our own. One of our all-time favorite political stories was in Gainesville, Georgia, yep, over there on the northeast side of the state. A very gifted reporter recalled a study her paper had done, another earlier paper had done, on candidates running for office. The concept for our paper was this. Two candidates, both running for county commission chair some 25 or so years ago, wanted the community's vote. But we asked the question, how often did those candidates vote? Mickey, the reporter, put together a story which we headlined Ballot Box Bypass, and we found both candidates had dismal voting records in the past decade or more. We checked the records of all a few others in town as well, and even included those of our senior newspaper management, yes, editor, publisher, others, all of whom had a turnout rate, by the way, voting rate, of 90 to 100 percent. By the way, that story went on to win state awards. Suffice it to say, some voting records already are being checked this year in local candidates. Of course, there are dozens of items to check about the 2020 candidates. They will be checked by us, by the AJC, by the Rome News Tribune, and probably voter groups as well. But when it comes to the gossipy stuff, the item that might make a headline maybe for a day or so, let's leave that to the candidates to see if he or she is willing to put his or her name behind it. From our perspective, if they can't make that sort of decision, then maybe we need to do some more checking under the hood. The last thing we need is another flock of politicians awaiting their instructions from so-called leadership. Or do we just reveal another little dirty secret there? Maybe, maybe not. This is John Druckenmiller at HometownHeadlines.com thanking you for joining us today. Continuing weather updates throughout the day, please check back to see how this uh, winter storm in other areas of the state, whether it will drift in our area or not. Right now, we don't see it happening, but you never know. 
Continuing updates, hometownheadlines.com. We open and we close with the stylish renderings of Funky Druck from the funky one himself, Mr. Harry Musselwhite. Have a great day in Northwest Georgia.